It's time to buy, sell, or hold on the sport market. The stock market of sport. This is the first round of our buy and sell. Going to go to John Fessinger first. John, are you buying that Roberto Luongo is very comfortably positioned in the ring of honor, and that's about right given the uh, other uh, seven who are in the ring of honor and the uh, other six who are, who are, have their jerseys retired in the rosters, or is this a missed opportunity by the franchise? Huge missed opportunity. He absolutely uh, deserves uh, to have his jersey retired. I don't know how long we have to talk about this, but I will be, I'll try and be brief. Two points. Only Canuck player to um, to be in the Hockey Hall of Fame not to have their jersey in the rafters. So there's obviously something wrong. The other, uh, 2006-2007 season, had a management meeting. Alain Vigne was there. We were doing some strategic things. And at the end of the meeting, just him and I, I said... Uh, because we were doing a visioning process. So I asked him a visioning question. If the Canucks win a Stanley Cup, which player will be the, the most dominant cause? And he said, Roberto Luongo, without a doubt. Aziz Rajwani, uh, your take. Are you buying that uh, Roberto is fine, thank you, exactly where he is in the Ring of Honor, or that he deserves to have had the full jersey retirement? Well, sorry, Tom. Let me tell you straight up front. I will not. Let me repeat. I will not be short. This decision by the Vancouver Canucks wasn't wrong. It was abysmal. It was atrocious. It was awful. It was brutal, damnable, deplorable, deceptible, disastrous, dreadful, execrable, gnarly, horrendous, horrible, pathetic, whatever you want to call it. There is no way, there is no way that this man's number shouldn't be up in the rafters. He is a first ballot Hall of Famer. He made the Canucks. Remember when he came here in 2006-07? He had record. I'd go on about his NHL records. I could tell you that most of his wins, majority of his wins were here. But people still say, well, he played in Florida. Who cares? His best year, he told you himself. To his own heart and his own voice, he told you his best years were in Vancouver. This is where he, quote-unquote, grew up. This is where he showed he was a star. And guess what? There's 40 chances every game, usually 30 to 40, sometimes even more, when you get to express disaster at the goaltender. And, oh, he did this wrong, he did that wrong. Because they're there 60 minutes every game. You tell me which player in the NHL was not a goalie plays 60 minutes every game. Yes, you can find, oh, he didn't play well against Chicago. He did this, he did that wrong. 40 times a game, you get to see whether he does something wrong. Is any one of you out there that is damnable that he shouldn't go up there in the Raptors? Any one of you is perfect? Please let me know. Because I make minutes, I make mistakes every minute. In fact, staff today made a mistake calling it today's, tonight's game, tonight's game, tonight's game. 40 times probably. We all make mistakes. This guy deserves his number there. And unfortunately, I don't think it's reversible. This is the one time, Mr. Aquilini, if you're listening, or all four of you, but Francesco, you should have interfered and said, it's my decision and I'm making it as the owner and you didn't. Shame on you. 
Aziz, we want you to really tell us so how you feel and 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 yeah, bring whatever. bring some bring some passion to the table. I mean, that's just outstanding. You're 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 obviously buying that he belongs in the rafters. Uh, John Festinger wanted to make a, a, a quick counter. Well, uh, Aziz, um, Aziz's points are all well taken, but they go to a deeper point. Why wasn't he? Um, allowed the honor of having his jersey retired. There has to be a reason because it is so incomprehensible. Is it because his picture in the Hockey Hall of Fame is of him in a Panthers uniform and somehow someone was offended by that? Is it the, you know, the end of his career where, yes, he cost the Aquilini some money? Uh, that should be insignificant. Hopefully it is. I, I'd love to believe that couldn't possibly be true, that that would be a motivation. But there needs to be a statement as to why. The, one, the only place I will disagree with Aziz is I think this is a reversible decision. There is no precedent here. There's nothing that prevents you from, from going from the ring of honor uh, into the rafters. And, and that's something that needs to be done. And if it's not done under this ownership, I hope it's done under a future ownership. I mean, remember the, the, the biggest word that the Fawns on Happy Days, and I'm aging myself, couldn't say. He couldn't say the word wrong. He'd say, Rrr. but in this case, had Fonzie made that decision, he would be on the top of Grouse Mountain screaming that I was wrong. And I hope someone does go to the top of Grouse Mountain and scream I was wrong. And I know it's owned by Gallardi as of two uh, winters ago during the, during the pandemic, but someone's got to go up there and scream that this decision was wrong. Well, let me let me go in a certain direction on this. In in the sense, I'll I'll agree with John Festinger that the Hockey Hall of Fame bona fides here are a really glaring reason why there should be full jersey uh, retirement. Uh, Pavel Bure uh, left under less than positive circumstances. But the organization came around to it as they should and recognized his absolute brilliance, even though he wasn't the longest serving Vancouver Canuck, even though he left under those circumstances. But again, it's pretty compelling when you look at him being in the Hockey Hall of Fame. 2011, the best regular season and best uh, well, tied for the best playoff run in Vancouver Canucks history. That is storytelling for the franchise, and it'll, for its history, until they win a Stanley Cup, will be among those glowing moments in which the brand of the Canucks is characterized and defined. But above and beyond Hockey Hall of Fame and 2011, it is 2010, guys. The fact that the franchises, and Thomas Drand said this, you know, in a conversation yesterday, the fact that the franchise's sole direct link to the biggest event and the biggest two weeks in Vancouver and British Columbian history is Roberto Luongo. And the franchise, by putting him in the ring of honor, is not shutting him out of the storytelling of the franchise. Far from it. And, and, and let me say again. The Ring of Honor is a terrific tribute, and every person there is, is deserving of special recognition. They, together, along with the Jersey retirements, define the history of the franchise and, and the storytelling of the franchise. But when you 
missed the opportunity of bringing that Olympic moment directly into your rafters and directly into your storytelling, you're missing a big deal. Quick uh, a thought from Tino Ferra in the producer's chair. Yeah, I would just say so if someone like Kevin Bieksa were to be inducted into the Ring of Honor, I think that's something that everybody would universally get around because while he doesn't have the career numbers statistically speaking, that would justify numbers getting retired. He's an incredibly iconic figure in the market. I think that's the difference. Luongo, being a first ballot Hall of Famer, has all of these records and all these incredible stats, deserves to have his number retired as opposed to someone like Kevin Bieksa, for example, going into the ring of honor. Well, another thing, uh, let me just jump in and then give John a last word, and then we'll come back for a bonus round of buy and sell in just a few moments. But franchises are like families. They go through ups and downs. They go through disappointment. They go through heartache. They go through offensive and disappointing conduct and behavior. It happens to all of us. Pavel Burry didn't leave under great circumstances, but his jersey is in the rafters. Patrick Roy embarrassed his head coach and spoke to the president, Ronald Corey, of the Montreal Canadiens after being pulled way too late, by the way. Mario Trombley should have pulled him earlier and said it was his last game as a Montreal Canadian. There was a lot of toxicity there. But I was there when number 33 was raised to the rafters at the, at the Bell Centre. And I got to tell you, it was cathartic, not just for Roy, but for the entire Montreal Canadiens organization. The fact that he asked to be traded should not be held against him in my view. I think we, you, you, you're too many years removed that you can do the cost-benefit analysis on that. So one last point, and it sort of goes to my point about A.V. earlier, which was that A.V. clearly believed him to be the greatest Canuck at that time. Roberto Luongo is one of the only goalies, if not the only goalie in NHL history, to be named captain. Not saying that was the best decision. What I am saying is that was clearly based on his dominance, his preeminence, his uh, his strengths, and his class over everybody else in that locker room. Love the Sedins, love everybody else there. But Luongo was the dominant Canuck of his time, and that's and, and that's undoubted. And the captainhood just proves that. One more. If you look at all the jerseys retired in the history of the National Hockey League, it says leadership defines that player, contributing to being part of the core, part of the senior leadership team of the franchise. In Vancouver Canucks lore, in Vancouver Canucks storytelling, the role of the captaincy is fundamental to the brand of the Canucks. Stan Smeal, captain in, in the rafters. Trevor Linden, captain in the rafters. Marcus Naslin, captain in the rafters. Henrik Sedin, captain in the rafters. The only Two whose jerseys retired who are not captains were Daniel Sedin and Pavel Burry. And both of those wore the A's, wore the A during parts of their 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 career. And Orland Kurtenbach, who in many ways deserves to be there. Well, and, and he's in the ring of honor. Yeah. Orland Kurtenbach is in the ring of honor. And so the captaincy, I agree. It was unique. It probably was a mistake to um, try to formalize it with him because he was going to be a team leader and an example no matter what.
We're going to get a bonus round of buy and sell in the books here on the special edition of the Sport Market on Sportsnet 650 Vancouver. We'll get into a little bit more Canucks and some other buy and sell moments presented by Pastime Sports and Games. We're going to continue to rate and debate the bulls and bears of sport business here on the Sport Market. We're talking Roberto Luongo, Jersey Retirement on Buy and Sell, presented by Pastime Sports and Games. It's all part of the sport market here, a special edition coming to you between our two national hours this morning, a Vancouver Giants game tonight, and a Vancouver Canucks OT loss to the Minnesota Wild. Let me just give a a last round, guys, for you to weigh in on Roberto Luongo, and uh, then we're going to move on. we got uh, a couple of minutes to get a couple of other things in. But, John, any other comments uh, as you put forward your case for Jersey retirement versus the Ring of Honor? Well, I, I think the other comment that has to be made is we have to look at the sense of humor that Roberto Luongo brought to the game. We have to look at how he used social media. He was an innovator. One of the best in the world among athletes. I mean, Biz Nasty has done his stuff, but I would argue that mainstream high-performance athletes, nobody did social media better than Roberto Luongo. And it completely transformed him and his connection to the media and the community and the fan base. Uh, Completely is correct. So I think we have to look at Roberto Luongo, the man, and we have I'm talking about that. So the social media, the business acumen, the amount of time he spent um, at hospitals with kids with no... Uh, no acknowledgement and no cameras. He did all of those things, and he did more. Um, he was a 360-degree athlete. He was a 360-degree icon. He was a 360-degree role model. And I think we were privileged in Vancouver to have someone of, of that caliber spend the time he did. He, his speech was all about how lucky he was to be here. We need to think about how lucky we are that he was here. Aziz Rajwani, uh, a little bit of an extension for you, uh, a brief one, but uh, uh, fire away. I just wanted to say, you know, I finally had my Snickers chocolate bar, so I'm not <laughs> hungry anymore. Um, but what I'm trying to get at, listen, the only, you want to make one decision, you're not going to find out this answer. Go to Henrik and Daniel Sardine and just say, ask them personally, just ask them literally. The secret, I will not reveal your answer to the entire world, Never even after I go to my grave. And all I would ask Henrik and, and Daniel, should his number have been retired, and I, and I can virtually guarantee you, because I don't know the answer, obviously, that they would say yes. And that's my ultimate evidence to you that this man's number should have been retired, not just put up on the Ring of Honor. Uh, I'm just, I'm just going to put it out there, uh, and, and it doesn't have to uh, uh, change for the Canucks to not have great storytelling, because there's a lot of great individuals. You, you look at Kirk McLean, Alex Burroughs, Orlin Kirtenbeck, Pat Quinn, Thomas Gradeen, Harold Snips, Matthias Oland, all enshrined in the Ring of Honor. And, and make no mistake, this debate doesn't dismiss how important Ring of Honor recognition is. But then when you look at the six with the jerseys retired, Stan Smeal, Trevor Linden, Marcus Naslin, Pavel Burry, and the Twins, 
Roberto Luongo more belongs in that second group than in the first group. And again, I'll, I'll say it again, Hockey Hall of Fame status, the Olympic connection, and 2011. Those are really selling points. And I will say this. I never thought we'd be talking about reversible jerseys, but reversible jersey retirement, I wouldn't rule it out. But you might need to go 10 years uh, for the franchise to be further removed from what defines that bar of excellence. And that's the last round of buy and sell going to go around very quickly to John Aziz, um, try and get uh, uh, Tino on, uh, on board on this. We know who's in the ring of honor. We know whose jerseys are retired. Give us a couple of thoughts as to who you're buying could be on the trajectory to Jersey retirement or ring of honor recognition. Uh, John Festinger put you on the spot first. I think we mentioned him already, um, but Kevin Bieksa, uh, he resonated and with, Ring of Honor. With the fans in Ring of Honor. I, I'm sorry, Kevin, not not for Jersey retirement. But I think he really belongs because he, um, there was a special connection here um, that needs to be honored. Uh, Aziz, uh, 20 seconds. A jersey retirement quite a ways into the future. It might very well be, it might very well be Hughes. Uh, Hughesy, and uh, in terms of, uh, I agree with Bieksa, and maybe Edler should be there as well because all those years that he was with us until he went to L.A., et cetera, uh, he, w- he was a stalwart. He wasn't as good maybe at hitting. You, after, you say, after you're saying Edler, Edler Ring of Honor, uh, Ring of possibly? Honor, Ring of Honor. Okay. No, no, okay. not yet. Ring of Honor. And Hughesy, uh, you know, uh, much later in life, uh, he, he should be up there. Now, uh, my my quick counter, uh, if you're talking Hughes, why aren't you talking Elias Pettersson in terms of just long-range projection? Because Hughes is, Hughes is a captain, and I will never forget the first interview he did, and I don't have it on record, but I'm sure our, our, our producer, Big T, can find it. He did the interview right after game number one, after the 8-1 win against uh, Oilers, and it was just amazing. This young man speak, and I will never, ever forget that that this guy was made to be the captain. And the way he spoke, it just floored me. And you can go back and listen to that. He was, he was giving out praise to Besser. He was giving out praise to all the players that have worked so hard this summer after only one game. That was his literal first interview as a captain after a, a game that counts. And it was, it was, he did an excellent job. So to me, he stands out. Not only he's going to be great at the numbers, but he's going to be a great leader. And he, he signed long-term. Right now, we don't know about EP. EP will be there, but you asked me for one, and I, that's the one person I would say for number being retired and, and ring of honor, other than BX, obviously, I'd say Edler. 